This podcast contains hot takes, Christmas opinions, and strong language. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals! Welcome to Records and Band. It's our first of two Christmas episodes. I'd say Christmas specials, but I'm not sure how special they're going to be. Well, the fact there's two of them. And we are recording in November. Which is the unofficial start of Christmas. Okay. (laughs) This week, rather than talking about other people's records, I want to talk about something that you did, and that was you made your own. I did indeed. Yes. Yes. The third single from the the Samuel Jones Christmas special band, as I like to call it. So third year running, it was only ever going to be a one-time thing. But then I thought, you know what? That was a lot of fun. And I think I got had more in me. So yeah, we did the first one, 2019. Managed to get one in, despite the pandemic last year. And yeah, number three is in the can, in the very capable hands of... Uh, Ryan Jordan at A&R Studios. Excellent. So I actually came up for this. Mm. I'd, I'd be honest, I had an absolute blast up there at the weekend. A lot of fun, wasn't it? Saturday especially was amazing. And it was like, the collab- we'll get into it a bit yeah. more later, but like the collaboration of everyone, like no ideas were bad mm. ideas. Everything was listened to. It was like, like Mike just basically sat there all day and went, have you tried doing the eights on that? Yeah. Or have you tried looping it around? Again? Yeah. That was his contribution, but it's still valid. Yeah. It's brilliant. You know? Well, it's always... The, like the the original idea was that, well, to be honest, I thought I'm not going to get anyone to do this with me. So fuck it. I'll do it by myself. So this is this is going back to 2019, yeah, is it? Yeah. Well, take, take us all the way back then. So what is it that made you want to write a proper Christmas song? Well, they just don't make them like they used to. And some would say they still don't. It's a thought I've had for, I had it for a few years before... I actually did it, it would get to Christmas and I think, oh, I'd love to write a Christmas song. But then like the moments kind of pass because it's Christmas, you don't got time to write it. And before you know it, it's January again and it sort of slips from your mind. But yeah, it got to 2019 and like very early in 2019. So I saw probably the March sort of time. I, I had a few ideas and I thought, you know what? This is on. You know, I reckon I've got a song here. And then sort of forgot about it for a while. And then, yeah, I, I, I thought I'd struggle to get anyone to be interested to do it with me. Because, you know, it's a Christmas song and it would have to be... Well, not only that, not only that, it is quite a departure from the usual racket you make with the Angry yes, Barrels. it is. And which our listeners will be familiar with because you, you write our theme tune, or rather we've nicked one of, a bit of one of your songs for our theme tune. yes. Um, and that's something that a few people said to me. They're like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's not going to be like a an Angry Barrels Christmas song, is it? It's not going to be like a... Rag. That would be wicked. Well, there are rumours, but... Um... <laughs> so, yeah, it got to sort of like August, and I just thought, Do you know what? I'm going to put the call in. So I, I again, rang my, my good friend Ryan at A&R Studios, who we'd recorded with for the Angry Barrels, and I was like, when are you free? And he was like, well, I got some time in... September, what are you coming to do? Is it the Angry Barrels again? And I was like, no, no, no. So had you done one or two EPs with him at that point? So we'd done one EP, we had done a single and then an EP with him. And yeah, so Ryan at the time, I don't think is a, well, I scale Ryan's love of Christmas by the fact that when I first met him, he danced in Home Alone. Fuck it so, You know, and yeah, so 
I, I was fully down to do it by myself. I thought that I could, thought I could probably get a drummer and I did get a drummer. So Steve did the drums on the first year. And then Jace, a friend of the show, Jason Fletcher, who did the Manics episode with us, heard about it and was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll get in on that. You know, I think just from a wanting to do something, kind of, I don't think it was like a, oh, yeah, I'm dying to write a Christmas song with you. Just think he wanted to record something and sort of mess around with, with stuff. So I, we kind of touched on it on the Manix episode, but you and Jace go way back. But in terms of playing together, is there, a hmm. much, is there much history there? Or Yeah, me and Jace have been in two or three bands together over the years. You know, we've done bits, just me and him. And then we had a band, this is going way back, with another friend of ours, Clint, for a few years. And then to be fair, Jace was actually one of the original members of the Angry Barrels. Oh, right, okay. So it was me, Mike, and Jace originally. And then we got Nathan joined the band. So we were a four-piece. And yeah, then Jace was, was also playing in another band that was getting busy. So he, he decided to, to you know, the, the time didn't work and he felt he couldn't commit to two bands. So, yeah, so he started playing in a different band with Scott, who is now kind of his replacement in a long way around in, in the Angry Barrels, one way or another. And then, yeah, so it was really cool to get sort of that back together and to, to do stuff again. So I suppose it's like, uh, really, he's just someone that you've always kind of been around and you just like to make music with, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Talk, talk a lot about music with Jace and, like, exchange a lot of bands with him. And it hasn't always been, but I would say recently... Jace is quite uh he's fairly reliable on recommendations mm-hmm. and stuff. If Jace says, oh, these are pretty good, then I'll check them out. And I will just say, and he won't mind me saying this, there was a period of time, but that was absolutely not the case. Oh, you right. know, <laughs> we've all gone through a slightly dodgy, few dodgy years in our musical tastes. Um, I, I haven't. Well, mm, some would say you're still in it, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so once I heard the band, if you will, First year we did it with, we were able, well, I was able to get like, well, our mum and dad and Catherine, my wife for the for the listeners, listener, um, and her family as well to, to come and do like the big Christmassy group vocals, which was really cool because that was really nice. That was something that I thought if you're going to do it, that's the sort of thing you need. I know it's a bit, a lot of things you do in Christmas songs are a bit cliche, but you've, they're absolutely necessary. So just to remind me, because I pay loads of attention to what you do, what was the first one called and what was the general idea behind it? So the first one was, if you love someone this Christmas, let them know. Right. Like a bracket, some of the Christmas songs. And that was the video where we got people to write Christmas messages and sit on the sofa and sort of hold them up for people. And that I was really, really... Please, Nick Toff Dylan. Here it is, a quote. Fuck Bob Dylan. <laughs> What we have 
Because like I, I'm a big believer in, and I like to like collaborate with people, and I like to sort of. This sounds like I'm being big-headed, but I'm, it's not. It's like I like to involve people if I can. You know, it's just because uh, mm-hmm. I do think that like you know, it's it's a, it's good to have ideas, and but it's also good to have someone to bounce those ideas off of, and not. All the people I like, you know, my friends are necessarily musically minded in the same way that I am. Again, that makes me sound like a right knob, but, you know, they're not musicians or... But it was nice to be able to get those people involved in in, in the project. So mm-hmm. we had, like, Adam in Africa sent us a video. My friend Emily, who lives in the States, sent us a video. And we had, like people up and down the country, you know, like Jake's mum and dad did us a video from the island and like people I knew from work, someone's waving at me, I'm missing one in. <laughs> Someone else also yeah, on the Isle of Wight. I've seen Kurt Host who was on the Isle of Wight. Well, your kids, not you, you miserable. Yeah. But that yeah, was really kids, cool. Yeah. And everyone was kind of, oh, wow, this is like, again, sounded big but like people were excited because it's like, oh, this is new. It's something to to get involved with and like yeah like loads of my friends sort of sent videos and like that was the first one we did and probably led to one of my probably the highlight of my uh, musical career which was uh playing the christmas light switch on in uh in our hometown well my hometown not so much your hometown not so much mine anymore but that must have been amazing it was and i would just say it's not through merit really it's just through happening to speak to the right people really and having something that we could do and that was really cool because like recorded the song with um friend of the show steve tuck and then got to play the live gig with mike who drums in the angry barrels who couldn't do the recording so that was really cool and then thomason of speed gums fame come and play yeah so Top, uh, Thompson plays with Rich and Speed Gums. Yeah, so that was really cool. We did like we did we did the original song and we did a few Christmas hits and like. So, what sort of thing did you play for the um, like for the few covers that you might have done? Because I obviously I wasn't there, and also this yeah. goes back to what you said earlier about people don't write Christmas songs anymore. So, <laughs> like, really, what I'm asking is, what ones did you choose to cover? Because that would give us an idea of like what you think are the are the good ones that don't get written anymore. Yeah, so we did we did stop the cavalry, you know the Jonah Louis song because we had Thomason who could play trumpet. Um, we did all alone at Christmas, the Darling Love E Street Band song, which is off Home Alone mm-hmm. Two. Um, yeah. Thomason sang that. Then we did my one, and we did Santa Claus is coming to town with the Springsteen live kind of arrangement. I think it was just the four tracks we did. Yeah. But Who like, actually pushed the button to turn the lights on? Not me. I was told I was like nowhere near. The no, switch, I know. I so. guess it wasn't you. I was just wondering whether it was they got some celebrity in or no, like the mayor no, and all his finery or something. 
It might have, was it the Mavs? I don't, I actually can't remember, but I did. Because if get... it was Chesney Hawks, <laughs> or, or Keith Chegwin, or I don't know, someone yeah. else that most of our listeners don't remember. Yeah, no, I, I did get sent a picture from my sister-in-law saying, why did Hereford, who did Hereford have like Lee from Blue? And there's this picture of Lee from Blue looking all like handsome next to a, a picture she had found of me shouting my ass off in the angry barrel saying, why do we get this and Hereford get oh, that? Could you and please, oh, could you, oh, could you please find that picture? <laughs> so yes, Leinster had the lead singer of the, the finest four-piece scar punk band that sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks playing their Christmas lights switch Can I, on, I just and... again clarify, you mean the name sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks, you don't, you don't have a falsetto. <laughs> yes. No, no. <laughs> Only they did. So, after all the fun and games and shenanigans in 2019, last year was really quite different, wasn't it? Yeah. Obviously, we so I didn't think we'd do it at all, obviously because of lockdown and, and all that, but we did find a little gap where things were kind of lifted, but we could only have like six people in a room. So we had, again, we went, Ryan did the, did the producing, but it was me, Jace, Mike, Mike played drums on a separate day, and Thomason came and played some trumpet and did some backing vocals. a case of like Mike would go in do the drums you would go in work with what Mike's put down someone yes. may or may not have been smuggled in the boot of a car out of Wales yes exactly yeah it was all very cloak and dagger but what, what we did get which again is quite cool it meant that it, meant, it gave me an opportunity to work with Jake and Jake who again isn't a musical person but he is an incredibly talented artist so Jake did some amazing artwork for the video. And because I couldn't get like the full band in and sort of, we were a bit limited on time, it meant that the, the song was very different. So we had it was a really laid-back acoustic song, sort of like a lot slower pace, but like in many ways a better song, I think, than the second first one. I don't know. Do you think the first one it, it was it, because it was so new and it was so exciting? That obviously 
came out, but then the second one after the year that we had had and knowing mm. that there's still shit ahead. Cause it yeah. must have been, when did you record that? Cause we were locked down in like the November. Yeah, we did it in the October. I think we did it in the week leading up to the lockdown. It was like, shit, if we don't get it done, we ain't going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I, I'm probably, that's one of the, well, I rate most of what I've done, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that it's the best thing ever, but from my personal point of view, I'm very proud of what we've produced in my other band, the Angry Barrels, and also what we've done with the Christmas. I stuff. think it should be. I really do. Feel, I'm not just saying because you're my you. brother, like, but we came to see you out at Tembury, and mm. it was like there was this terrible covers band on before, and like, but you mm-hmm. just kind of almost kicked the doors down and just got it going. Mm. And I was just like, I did not. That's the first time I've seen you. I was just like, yeah. I did not expect them to be this good. Not with <laughs> like all the original material and stuff. Hoping to record a new Angry Barrels EP in the new year, which has been a long time coming. Have you written notes for that? We've got like loads of tunes that, like, and a lot of stuff that's kind of we mainly might, well, we, we, we were gearing up for a gig that got cancelled and it kind of knocked the wind out of my sails a little bit, to be honest. And I kind of thought, a little was like, fuck it, I've got to start working out this Christmas song properly. So, uh, so last year's Christmas song then was, a, like you say, more. What's the word? Introspective? Would that be the right word? Yeah. So how I summed it up, it was almost like a bit of a retelling of Night Before Christmas, kind of. Tell us tales about a reindeer was was what it was called, which I'm not very comfortable sort of giving it large. But like, I'm really proud of a lot of the writing that goes into these songs because like there's obviously a bit of a... You know, it's it's about a particular subject, and that's not really something that I do a lot of. A lot of like my songwriting with the band is quite sprawling. It's quite like day to day sort of stuff. But obviously, this is a little bit more focused. Yeah, like I said, I'm really quite proud of of the songwriting, and this was a nice one. And some of it came from, and it's something that I try and do. I've tried to do in all of them. It's like because although I do love it, part of the reason that. I, I love it. It's because I'm, it's kind of, so I'm trying to leave a, again, you, you're making, I'm, we're going to say I go right knob here, but it's like, it's like, it's trying to leave a bit of a legacy and like, it's trying to leave, like we spoke about at the weekend, like Easter eggs in the songs mm-hmm. and stuff. The opening line is sleep well, sleep long. And that's what I say to the kids when I put them to bed and stuff like that. And it's like trying to build like there's little bits in there. Right. I know what the lyric is. Rest your head on a cold Christmas Eve and you'll dream. I'm falling snow, but only you and the stars were shown. That's really good. Thank you. Yes. This is this, the, the, the 2020 track is, is quite removed from, again, from stuff I've done before. A lot because the tempo, and I'm aware that I've not got like the greatest singing voice in the world, but like I think I just about got away with it. If you know what I mean, with, a, with, with stuff like packaged around my vocals to kind of help with the melody and stuff. I, I think it's, and again, probably a bit of a spoiler. It's almost like that wall of sound kind of thing, like the Phil Spector thing, where it's like the vocals almost become, or almost a bit of an instrumentation. Look at this. This is proper music chat. Let's... Okay, you goddamn muso. <laughs> so, go back earlier in the year. Then, when did you, or or how did you first come up with the idea for what's the name of the song? Wake up, feel the magic of Christmas. 
it was actually an abandoned 2020 track. It was originally going to be last year. This song's going to be last year. So this one's been written for ages in, in, in a manner of speaking. There is a nice story to the lyrics if you, if you want it, if, if you're yeah, interested. Yeah, that's what we're here for. So lockdown, was it would have, been, would have been lockdown, 2020 lockdown. We were talking, well, if it wasn't lockdown, it wasn't long after Christmas. And I was asleep in Elsie's bed because she had woken up and was in our bed. And then I was woken by the kids bundling into the room, shouting, wake up, wake up, it's Christmas morning. And like being a bit confused, I was like, "What are you going on about?" Like, yeah, wake up! It's not time to. It's not. It's not time to sleep, Daddy. It's Christmas morning, which again, when we come to to the single, you hear kind of the lyrics from the from one of the verses. So it's all. It's you know they probably deserve a writing credit to be fair. Uh, but yeah, so this this track was banded around. It was would have been the single last year, but because obviously couldn't get everyone together quite so easily with. Thought one, no, I'll hang on to that and do it this year. So this is more in the vein of the first single where it's more like full band and it's a bit more rocky. It's probably more rockier than the first one. It's it's probably, well, once you hear it, the, the inspiration will be clear. It's, it's very darkness Christmas. Special. You sent me the demo which was mm, basically yeah. an acoustic guitar and then a few bits and pieces, I'm guessing, off Garage Band or something, was it? Yeah. So how much from, like, during the writing process did that demo change? Mm. And, like, uh, how much of it did you sit down and go, I like this chord progression, that fits with what I want to say, and then it stayed? Or, how, like, how different was that final demo to the idea you had in your head? The The song this year is pretty close to what I had in mind closer than a lot of right. times we've done it when I and that might just be because sorry, sorry I, I wasn't very clear then was I what I'm getting at is from the demo to what you actually got down in the studio how ah. close is that like what from what you had in your head when you were recording the demo wake what, up what yeah. you finished up wake with up. how close is that even only for a day it's time to put your fears away wake up I wake up your hopes and dreams will just be fine Cause it's Christmas time So turn down the lights And listen out for sleigh bells all through the night And I know we've done this before But I don't care cause I love it all the more And if you're Pretty close, I think. I mean, it, there's... Uh, I'm very, very limited guitarist So what I try to do in the demo is, like... It's as much as like an instruction, instructions wrong, like a flag on it. So it's like, I knew I wanted a guitar solo in certain parts. So I just pick out some bits on the, on the Glockenspiel, on the, on Garage Band. So Scott, again, from, from the band, is a really, really talented guitarist and a really good lead player. So I said to him, I was like, here's the demo where you hear Glockenspiel, I want lead guitar, basically. And just says, how long ago did you um, send the demo ring to the guys in the band? Scott's probably had it six weeks, eight weeks or so. So a little, he's had he's had time of it. We've had a couple of jams together where he sort of had ideas and he sent me bits and pieces. Yeah, so it's, it's been knocking around for a while. So just uh, but give us a bit of a background on how you know Scott. So I know Scott. Um, I, I guess you would probably say. 
from the lengths the music's right. in, if you will. <laughs> so Scott played in a band with Nathan years ago. He's he's known Nathan for years. They you know they've been in bands and stuff. And then Scott was in a band with Jace for a while, a covers band. And then Scott left that band to start another band, an original band, Weisenheimer. Weisenheimer were going together, and they, you know, they did come VPs and you know, really good band. But then Jack moved away to I think he's Newport or Bristol, he moved to. And I've always thought that Scott was a really talented musician and a really cool guy. So I sort of thought, you know what? Let's see if he wants to join the Angry Barrels. Um, and he 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 had said before to me, he'd come to a gig and he was like, if you ever need a, another guitarist, bear me in mind. And I kind of had for a while. And yeah, it was around the time we were recording the EP with Ryan. So it was sort of like a good opportunity to get someone else in rather than sort of recording an EP and it, like getting him in afterwards. Then it feels a little bit you like... You the songs. Well, yeah, and they're not involved in that EP that we're then going to be like trying to push at gigs and stuff. So we got him in. And yeah, fair play. He learned all the tunes. He, you know, he's, he played on the EP, and yeah, he, he's a really good guitarist. And it's horrible saying nice. So, what that. was his reaction? What was his reaction when you said, um, "Hey, Scott, you want to play my Christmas song?" <laughs> well, I did ask him the first year, and he was a bit. I, I can't remember if he was a bit, bit reluctant, or if it just was like a schedule thing. Like it just didn't. He just couldn't do it. But then he messaged me when we put the second one out. Well, no, to be fair, he messaged me when we put the first one out. He was like, this is really good. This is really cool. Can I do the next one? And then the next one was obviously very different. And then, yeah, he, he's, he was well in this time for the, this well, one. I would and- say, I noticed, because obviously um, he basically, I'm not, I won't give any spoilers because we'll play the song at the end and you can, you can hear his work. But what I've, got from him was that he was completely engaged with the whole mm. thing completely bought in and I, I think for a yeah. project that's what really what you need isn't it yeah and like he kept saying to me he was like whatever you want I'll do sort of thing and I was kind of like well I kind of hoping you can just do your thing really like because I, like I said I rate him as a as a musician and like I just, just thought that I knew he was keen. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, he was all in. And so it was like, I knew that I could just say to him, like, do what you want to do. And he would, you know, and he, he did. It was, it was incredible. And like, I think that's the big, it's like one of the big differences in this year's song is that like me and Jason are like quite functional guitarists. You know, we, we know what we're doing, but we're not. Like, know your chords. Like. But yeah. And neither of us are a lead guitarist. Like, you know, I can't play lead guitar to save my life. But like, Scott can, and he's really fucking good. So it, it just like it just was that extra element that we could sort of like sprinkle on it a little bit. Should we um, quietly go through the recording process? Yes, yes, let's. So I came up at the weekend, but because I had the seven seater, I managed yeah. to fit three musicians, myself, and a load of gear in, and I drove you eight to the middle of the nowhere to A and R Studios. That's right. To yeah. record this year's Christmas song, which is "Wake Up and Feel the Magic." So of Christmas. we went out to the studios. Uh, we met up with Ryan. Who I have to say, yeah, like for me, the biggest takeaway of the whole experience is what a fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a really cool guy. Isn't he's he? super sound, which is 
at least sixty percent of it. But how fucking talented is he? Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Basically, like, he put down the guide track, and it was like, right, we need some drums. And he just sat down at the kit, but and just knew exactly what was needed. And away we go. And it's not just that, though. It's not just like you know, <laughs> I'll make the joke, but like he's not just talented for a drummer. You know, he's he's talented. You know, because he that's his his bread and butter is he's a drummer. You know, but yeah, and then like. I would say this year, especially this year, it really felt like Ryan was is part of the band. We don't go to him to, like, well, we do go to him to record, but like, do you know what I mean? He's it's not like, a button he, pusher, he's, is he? He's no, on collaboration. No. He's involved and like he's, he plays the keys and stuff on it. And he did, he played the played keys and stuff last year. But yeah, it's really cool that I feel like you said, it's, it's about the collaboration of all. It's like, it's by bringing people in and bringing people together and sort of like, making beautiful Christmas music together. <laughs> but yes, um, do you want to, do you want to, yeah, so Ryan played drums on the track in the end. And yeah, he, he is a really cool guy and he's a really nice guy. And um, well, all power to him. He's going from strength to strength, I think, in, in his studio work and stuff, from what I can make out. Very busy. Day one man. was, uh, I, I, I'll say it, day one did seem to be quite slow. And I suppose it's always the way because you're kind of trying to, build the structure that everything else is built on there were a few yeah there's um a few hiccups is that mm-hmm. fair yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah things didn't progress as quick slow progress slow progress yeah uh but so that so we got so we got some drum guide tracking the drums down and then yeah so we got the bass tracks done and started the rhythm guitars leaving us with Fucking everything to do on day yeah, two. Yeah, so we're just going down to that. So was that your baseline, or was Jason worked out the baseline, or um, we, to be fair, we did it together. Really, sort of like yeah. So I went down to Jason's place and because um, you know I taught him the part, well, showed him the part. I really did to teach him it, but showed him what I was doing, and then yeah, we sort of sat around. And I was like, oh, "What do you think of this for a baseline?" He was like, eh, "No, that probably." Go up, right? You know, sort of, I just sort of work, pieced it together, together, like. But yeah, that's some quite nice bass playing, mm. and I massively slagged Nathan off, who is without doubt he's an unbelievable bassist, and, and being far too nice to my friends here because we don't really do it. But um, he's he's an amazing bassist, and he makes it look piss easy. And I threw him under the bus, and he wasn't there, so I was <laughs> fucking easy, Nathan. I don't know what you're going on about. It's like get him on the phone. I've pissed this out in twenty minutes. Was he buzzing <laughs> over the way? Um, although to be fair, Nathan is the guy who will sit down, play a bit, record a bass line, hear it back. I'll do that again, hear it back again, and pick his favourite. And you know, he's done. He, he's an incredible, yeah. incredible bass. So like, why doesn't he get involved with this? Or is that chucking him under the bus more? No, no, no. In his defence, he that man or something. He, 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 well, he had probably got his hands on something, guy wise or whatever. Uh, no, he was just he was he wanted to this year actually. To be, he's always very much been. No, I'm not doing. I'm not doing it because he's a miserable bastard. But he's very happy being a miserable bastard, and he won't mind me saying that. So um, it's fine. So he he. It was one of those things. I said to him, "It's quite far." I said, "Are you going to come and play on my Christmas song this year?" He said, "No." I said, "Go on." He said, "No." I said, "Please." He said, "No." So I said. Well, will you write me a baseline then? And he said no. <laughs> so I said to him, please. He said no. I said, go on. He said, look, fine. But by the time I've written something and she taught you how to play it, I may as well just fucking come and do it myself. Win. Boom. That's that's the answer, Dave. 
And then, yeah, he's just, he's so busy with his, like, general life. Mm-hmm. That's all right. We can't all come and play all the time. No, no. Um, so, but I'm hoping, hoping. Quite so the second day rolled round. Yes. If the, Friday was, like, structure, foundations. Here we are, as it's Christmas, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Friday was cooking the beef and getting the taters on, Saturday yeah. was all the trimmings. It was the pigs in blankets yeah. and the Brussels sprouts and the and the exactly. honey roasted parsnips and anything exactly. else middle class I can think of. <laughs> yes, exactly that. And I think I said on the video, um, adding on the bells and whistles, literally the bells and whistles. So yeah, day two we finished the guitars. Scott came. Uh, Scott and Mike were there on on the Saturday. Did, did Mike actually do anything? Who, he just no, sat there and no, shouted just, an just, idea or two. Yeah, just and I, I've been trying to think what I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to credit him with something on that. So I'm just thinking vibes, you know. So yeah, so Mike come out and again, Mike is is a brilliant musician and just a nice guy to have around, really. And you know, he's fully paid up member of the band. I said know. I said um, to him as well, actually. I hope I didn't embarrass the poor lad. Because I said to him, I said, I think I've only ever been in the same room as you, like five times mike in my entire life but i'm always really happy to see you like that's the good kind of duty is i think yeah yeah no i know what you mean yeah so it was a call to get mike over like you said had, had ideas had sort of uh, bits and pieces good for morale yeah. you know just happy to be there um we're kind of dancing around it a bit so scott basically walked in sat down played a face melting solo and put the guitar down for the rest of the day yeah, that was it. Literally. Thoughts on like, that? Well, he's just a fucker, isn't he? He's just a fucker. Like, I hate people like that. And they're like slogging my bollocks off trying to play four chords. And he's just like, wee, 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 wee. Fuck so off. again, this is just going back to, um, because obviously it's very much, I know we've been talking about it being like collaboration, but it's very mm. much your baby. So when, yeah. when you said, like, I've just knocked a few bits out on the garage band glockenspiel that's where i want to sew mm. though how far off what you had in your head did scott produce he's like 95 percent there really all right yeah oh yeah yeah we we spoken we had you know to be fair we spoken about it before and like we very much wanted that like big sounding solo that sort of like darkness sounding queen sounding that real like real really big you know harmonic you know and, and, and all that going on so yeah and like, like we had chatted about it quite a bit and sort of he had shown me ideas and stuff so yeah he was he was and to be fair as much as it was what i wanted i think it was hoping it was what scott wanted as well because as soon as they said to him about it he was like hey darkness can i go and i was like Hey, darkness, do you want to go? So, because um, is, is that the kind of playing he likes doing? Yeah. Yeah, that's how oh, yeah, he likes yeah. to play, should I say. Yeah, he's a, he loves playing lead guitar. Like, slash. So how does that fit with the barrels? Because you've got, like, well. you got, like, bar and aft guitar solos, haven't you? Yeah, but he, he plays, like, a lot of lead lines, sort of, like, through verses. Oh, so wait, while, while you're chugging, he's just off hmm. playing shit, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to be fair, we do a lot more solo breaks and stuff in songs. So we can play them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nate used to get pissed off because I always used to say, chuck a bass solo in there. He's like, I think just shit bass solos. 
was like, you kind of do, but now it's like Scott just chucked something in there, would you? I might edit this into two episodes, one for slagging off your bandmates and one for... <laughs> they won't mind. They won't so mind. So we got, we got the solo down. And then did the vocals, which, as I said before, my least favourite part of the day because I just find it very uncomfortable. It's very different to like vocal, like lyrically to what I normally do. I'm not the world's greatest singer. You're not shouting fucking Well, exactly. Yeah. And I just like to get it done. The vocals really. And like do try and do a good job. Don't get me wrong. You know, cause I'm very, very proud of it, but I'm not going to ever going to spend all day recording vocals. Cause, and I think part of that is I'm not the greatest singer in the world. So it's kind of like, it's never going to get much better. If you know what I mean, it's it's going to be of a standard. It's not great. It's not terrible, but it's going to be as good after an hour. After it, like it's not going to get any better for another no, five well, hours. This is it. This is the, something I noticed up there was that if you had taken two hours to do those vocals, you wouldn't have time to, to have done all the extra bits and pieces that we exactly. did, and that was really where like. Ryan really came alive because for about an hour, hour and a half, maybe he was sat down at the keyboard and you were in the control chair, if you like, pressing yeah. buttons. It and it was like, oh, I think I need some strings. I'll just have a look at the um, philharmonic on the software and then click that. I'll have a <laughs> yeah. bit of that. And then he plays with something wicked on the thing. I even got a contribution mm. in on the piano. I said, oh, why don't you do some apes on yes, that bit? Yeah. And that's, that, that stayed in the mix I've heard. So there we go. I'll have them. Um, Credit for that, please. <laughs> wow, you could probably, you'd probably credit Little Richard or something, to be honest. But well, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, yeah, Rob Jones slash Jerry Lee. <laughs> um, but no, that's exactly it. The time is better spent on other things because, like, like you know, I don't, I'm fine with that. You know, it's it's odd because <laughs> I have got a funny story which we'll come to. Like, it's never gonna be, it's never gonna be Beyonce, but. The instru- instrumentation can be, mm-hmm. it can be really good. And I'd rather spend, like you said, the extra time building layers into the track than trying to trying to hit a note that I'm never going to hit. We did a rehearsal, which we'll come on to, because we had the, our mum and dad and a bunch of them from Kath's side of the family, including Kath's nan. So like Nanny Pat's like well into her 80s, but like game as they come. She's brilliant. And like, she did, the, did some of the group vocals on the first single and then said to her about this one. She said, oh, yeah, that was really good. So she come anyway. So we all go down our house one Sunday and she gets the gin out. It's sort of like half past 10 in the morning. Tidy. And we, so we, I play in the song, got the acoustic out and full full David Brent this is, like, don't get me wrong. And after we finished, everyone sort of sat around and we have a chat. She just goes to me, do you know what's that? I was like, what's that now? She went, you're really good at this. I was like, thanks, man. She's like, yeah, you're really good at like the words and the guitar and put it all together. But what you really need is a really good singer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fucking hell? And did you take yeah, your love just, off, man? <laughs> well, to be honest with you, I get it. Like Kath's mum says it to me a lot. So I actually redirected my anger towards her. All right. But that's uh, Yes, yeah, just like thanks for that. As the way it was going, I was like, you're really good at the words. You put it together really nicely. You play guitar really well. You just about get to key though, did you? Yeah, just about what, give or take. What, bit sharp, bit, bit flat, one or the other. 
it's in the ballpark. Because I always say I'd sing in the key of H. Yes. Which I think yeah. is, you know, that's yeah. my favourite. Dad, I think Dad described mm-hmm. it as a goose farting in the fog. That's about right. But I, lo- I love it. I love, I love sitting around on my acoustic guitar and just like yeah. belting it out and everyone looks at me like I'm fucking terrible. I know mm. I'm terrible, but I love it. And I get that. But it's like the enthusiasm, the, the enthusiasm that carries it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been, even in like the other bands and stuff, like, again, I can I can write a tune. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just I'll just say it. Of all, all the things I can do, I'm a, I'm a not I'm, I'm a bang average guitarist. I'm a pretty average bloke, pretty average singer. Some would say not even that good, but I can write a tune. I can write a good song, you know. And I I'm if I if I don't say that, then I'm gonna sound like I'm trying to be all like, oh no, darling, no, I I just just don't do anything. But I know my way around a tune. I'm happy to say that that is one of my talents. I think. And, you know, here we are, three original Christmas songs. No one else can match that, but not even Buble. Buble <laughs> don't do originals, does he? Uh, I think there was one or two, but, you know. Over the weekend, there was various really talented musicians around. There were some really cool dudes hanging around, just giving, like you said, Mike and the vibes. Um, yeah. I was there. <laughs> um, again, Ryan was just exuding talent but don't take this the wrong way but yeah but the coolest motherfucker of the whole weekend was your boy yeah. when he rocked up in his aviator oh. shades in his Santa hat unbelievable what a dude unbelievable we'll we'll put the picture up with it like honestly that kid and this is oh, I'll come on to this in a second but like I, I walked out to sort of I just went out to go and make a phone call see when everyone was coming over to do the to do that bit. And I, he just gets out of the car, just saunters around the corner. All right, daddy. And yeah, like you said, he's got like aviator shade, reflect, you know, Christmas hat on, just, just like, you know, where's the bitches at? Just to hark back to what I was saying about, sort of like, it's nice to like try and involve the kids and stuff. Something that amazes me and makes me get a bit emotional, to be honest. It's like, when I look back at the video, seeing like, Teddy especially. I mean, Elsie was only very, very little when we did the first one. But, like, Ted's was sort of very, very shy on the first one. And when we recorded it, he walked into the room and walked straight back out again. He was like, no, not for me. Second year, he did the closing line of the song. So he, he does a Merry Christmas to all and all to good night, which, like, makes me weep like a war widow when I hear it, you know. Um, but, like really had to like coax that out with him. And then this year he rocks up and he's just like you said, aviators on Christmas at happy as anything, like singing his little head off. And like, that's, you know, that's really special to me. I'm you know, not going to spoil like, it, but his solo part this year is absolutely amazing. Top drawer in it. Well, yeah. Good. Like, it's, um, yeah, it's well good. And like, I think I said it when we had Jamie on it, like it's one of those things that like, really hope he remembers and you know and, and stuff and I, I think he will because he, he mentioned stuff you know i don't know how kids memory works but you know he, he says stuff about like the years gone by that he obviously runs so hopefully hopefully you'll remember it and if he doesn't there's videos and shit so like so you're doing hmm. a good job man thank you very much yeah he's a very good much. dude yeah he is bless him so um bless how does him. your wife feel about your christmas music fetish fantasy delusions 
Um, ambitions, whichever the word is. I think, and she lives. She really does live it because, like, I it's it's it on my mind for pretty much year round. Yeah. So, like, every now and again, she'll catch me in like middle of May. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'll be listening to Christmas music because just trying to get. We're going like, to get into this more on on our actual Christmas special. But you absolutely yeah. love Christmas music, don't you? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I will. I will just say for all of uh, sort of. Christ's sake, will you stop listening to Christmas music or will you stop trying to play me your new Christmas song? She, Catherine is very supportive and, you know, you know, I think deep down she, she, she enjoys it. it and she likes it. And yeah, but yeah, no, she is extremely supportive of it. And it's not, and I do like it because we get to do it with, with family and friends and stuff. And it's kind of, it's kind of a lot of how I feel about Christmas, you know? Yeah. But yes, yeah, no, no, she's, well, we, we, I mean, I'll be honest. We're all hoping that one day it's going to pay the mortgage. You know, well, you only, you only need one to get picked up. You only need one to be on put put on someone on some popular Spotify playlist, yeah. and away you go. Noddy older don't work, does he? Well, exactly. As good as that would be, if that were to happen, which probably never will. You wouldn't have me making the video the next year. Well, exactly. Well, you'd have to exactly. pay me to make the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be able to. But yes, yeah, no, no, Catherine's very supportive. There's just times where she's like, seriously, we're on holiday. It's 25 degrees outside. <laughs> stop, stop singing <laughs> Jingle Bells, you twat. <laughs> the weather is far from frightful. <laughs> I'm finding it hard work talking about Christmas songs on November the whatever it is. Fifth? Yeah. November fourth, the 4th. Yeah. Bonfire night I... tomorrow and we're talking Christmas. Oh no! I was just going to say I go early on Christmas with because of the song. We don't like we don't decorate the house or anything like that. We're not not. If Hazel had go her early, way, it would decorate from about the first. And if we had my way, we'd put the decorations up on Christmas Eve. So we kind of yeah. meet in the middle and go about the fifteenth, something like that. Yeah. Oh, we'll have the, we'll have ours up by the first of December, generally. Right. We'll have a bit of a wrap up. How happy are you with your new Christmas single? I'm absolutely made up. I, I, I like it as much as it is what I was shooting for. It is so much more than that. Yeah, it, it. I do. I'd like to do it every year for as long as I can do it, and maybe one day pass the baton on to the kids. You know, that's the ideal world. And I do worry sometimes that, like, am I going to run out of Christmas songs? Which I, I probably will, but. I haven't run out of punk songs yet, so <laughs> I'm really proud. To be fair, I'm proud of all of them, but like, yeah, I think this, in some ways, could be the best one. We've I was about to say, I felt privileged and honoured to be up there with you, and seeing it develop because you only sent me the demo like three days before. Yeah. So, but see, yeah. so seeing it develop from that to 48 hours later what everyone's about to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, my baby brother did that. I was really, oh, really fucking you. proud of you, man. Really oh, oh, fucking well, proud you of you. And um, I'm sure you've got a big list of people to thank. Um, and do you want yes. and if you can let us know when people can get on the streaming services and actually listen to it and find it, hopefully be a video for it as well. Sorry. There will be. Sorry, I've right. been so, a sloppy... Be-
over it. Sorry, carry on. Oh, no. It's not even Christmas yet. So do you want me to thank these people? Yeah, yeah. Get your thank yous in. Yeah. All right. So I would like to thank, in no particular order, Jason Fletcher, who always answers the call as soon as it's put out there. He's always keen. Scott, for just being fucking sick. Mike, for the vibes, obviously. But again, I love Mike to pieces because he is, and I've, I've said it. Before. I love Mike to pieces. I don't know the man for some reason. I just have this. I just, I just want to hug him. <laughs> Mike is always up, and same with Jace, always up for my nonsense. I, I could, if I picked up the phone now and rang Mike and said I want to do a jazz band, he'd be like, "Why?" And I'd be like, "I just fancy it," and he'd be like, "When are we practicing?" Do you know what I mean? He would be like, oh, all right. So yeah, thanks to Mike, to Ryan, obviously, who is an incredible guy and someone I'm really pleased to have kind of stumbled across as a as a producer, musician, and friend. I don't know why I'm beating around the bush. He's my mate. Yeah. I like him. He's a cool guy. I'd like to hang out with him more, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Make some more music then. Uh, Pay him more. Well, yes. <laughs> Pay him to hang yes. out at his house. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously thank you to thank you to the um, Morgan Jones big family band um, who again a lot like my wife put up with a lot of this and, you know they've come out the second, second year they've done it and everyone's still keen and supporting my nonsense and I guess big thank you to my long-suffering wife and my two wonderful children like I normally say are still keen but that's just because they're too young to be embarrassed by me yet. So give that a bit of time. Um, you could you you could hear the track well in a minute, and it will be out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. If you search for the Samuel Jones Christmas Special, you can find it there. Um, be on my yeah, mainly through Facebook, but the video will be on YouTube. You'll be able to get it on Spotify download it on iTunes and if you're really feeling generous and want to help me pay for next year's you can buy a CD if you drop me a message there'll be CDs and the artwork on those CDs will again be by my very good friend Jake Babington who you can find at I'll invite Jake there's a link to Jake on our website as well yes that's right he also does the records and bands podcast logo of course right and i think that's everyone and if i've missed anybody i'm very sorry but i've done my best (laughs) thank you very much i think we've covered it think so think so so. this this should be out this episode should be out on the first of december so you've got three days to go out and try and find it and bookmark it and then listen to it yeah and if you just want a little premature (laughs) sorry (laughs) Um, and we're just going to give you a bit of a taster at the end of here, and we're going to say Merry Christmas. We'll Merry see, Christmas. We'll see you next time for yes. our proper Christmas special. So with that, we'll let, let Sam's band, we'll let you, well, what, what, what are you called? The Samuel Jones Christmas right. Special. So with that, we'll play you out with the Samuel Jones Christmas Special. Wake up and feel the magic of Christmas. Ta-da. See you later. Merry Christmas.
your cares away If only for a day Wake up, wake up, wake up Your hopes and dreams will just be fine It's Christmas time So turn down the lights And listen out for sleigh bells all through the night And I know we've done this before But I don't care, no, I love it all the more And if you wanna feel the magic of Christmas Then all you've gotta do is believe If you wanna feel the magic of Christmas Then all you've gotta do is believe Time to sleep, it's Christmas morning. Wake up, I wake up. There's reindeer prints in the snow that's been falling, and I can't wait to see what the man in red's left under the tree. And I'm happy that I'm here with you, and you're here with me. And if you wanna feel the magic of Christmas, then all you've gotta do is believe. If you wanna feel the magic of Christmas, and all you gotta do is believe. Wake up and feel the magic of Christmas. 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 Wake up. I feel the magic of Christmas, wake up I feel the magic of Christmas Ruch pylił się z wielonym na 